Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi everybody, this is Jerry Bryant, and you've tuned in to the new classic Jesus music radio show, Full Circle. It's time to take a look back to where it all began, so you can see how far we've come. Starting out the show from their swan song LP, here's Dogwood with Ordinary Man. to worry about being famous or getting attention. I mean, you might really be off the radar screen, but you have the edge if you're living for Jesus. You're much more than an ordinary man because Jesus has given you everlasting life. 
That's the good news. Dogwood on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Now, Dogwood started out as a country folk rock duel comprised of Steve Chapman and Ron Elder. They began in 1975, had a debut album on Lamb and Lion Records, and with each subsequent release, they would modify their sound just enough to broaden their musical horizons, but not too much as to leave their faithful listeners behind. Now, by 1979, they progressed to the point where they took on a more 70s pop-oriented approach to their music, and they brought in producer Brown Bannister, who at the time was most noted for producing Amy Grant. With Brown's pop sensibilities and the duo's excellent songwriting, they landed themselves a hit on Christian radio with the title track on their new label, Murr Records. And as things go sometimes, that was unfortunately their last effort as a duo. Honestly, I don't even know what happened to Ron Elder. Steve went on to form a duo with his wife, Annie, and to this day, they have a ministry that focuses on ministering to married couples in both song and speaking engagements, as well as numerous books on the subject. Now, one interesting thing to note is that Stephen Curtis Chapman, who's no relation to the Steve Chapman from Dogwood, had to use his middle name in order not to be confused with his predecessor. But we'll hear something from Stephen Curtis at the end of the show. You're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant, where I'm recalling the memories and the music of early CCM, where it all began, because I was there. You know, every time I get ready to start a new show, there's this wave of thankfulness that comes over me, because I'm looking back to the beginning of today's contemporary Christian music. I was there, and I got to see with my own eyes this music emerge as a fresh kiss of God's love. It was my music for my generation. But sometimes being so close can also be painful when there are sudden reminders of our mortality. I was there with Mark Hurd at his last concert at the Cornerstone Music Festival near Chicago. It was July 4th, 1992. When coming off stage right after his final song at the gallery, Mark collapsed. I just turned away to get a fresh cup of coffee when I saw the lights of the ambulance. And we all gathered around to pray for Mark, and he was taken to the hospital where he was checked out and then released. But two weeks after being released from the hospital, Mark had a cardiac arrest and died. August 16th, 1992. Here's a glimpse of the soul of the man known by so few, yet deeply missed by so many. Here's strong hand of love, the late Mark Hurd. Struggles the sun from a wounded 
great Mark Hurd and the strong hand of love on Full Circle, Where It All Began. You know, Mark was a real pioneer. He produced, he wrote so many great songs, not just for himself, but for many others. I can't help wondering how many songs we've missed. We lose them too young. Do you have memories? Would you like to share them with me? Well, then write me this week at Full Circle. Post Office Box 17967, Nashville, Tennessee, 37217. That's Full Circle, Post Office Box 17967, Nashville, Tennessee, 37217. Now, if you stay tuned, I'll give you my website just a little later. Next up is T-Bone Burnett. Now, what was his mom thinking to name him T-Bone? Well, as one of the founding members of the Alpha Band, who were a part of Bob Dylan's Rolling Thunder Review, T-Bone Burnett is considered by many an artist artist, a songwriter's songwriter, and a producer's producer. The songs and productions for the movie Brother, Where Art Thou? is a good reflection of that. But his first record for a small folk label had nothing to do with anything going on musically in 1980. T-Bone was a one-man counterculture. His songs were open, without being overly sentimental, skeptical without being cynical, and funny without being cruel. It takes a gift to write like that. Our feature track was recorded in a garage and done in one take the day it was written. Sounds like it could have come from a 19th century prayer book performed by Hank Williams. From the album Truth, here's T-Bone Burnett and The Power of Love. a blind man see can bring a man to his knees the power of love can make a sultan grieve can make a skeptic believe the power of love is south of south and scorches Can 
make a dead man My co-writer came up with a very appealing and heart-touching melody, and I just felt like it had to be something simple about the all-sufficiency of Jesus Christ as our Savior, and how when all is said and done, a relationship with Jesus is all we really need. There's much more, so stay tuned. Global Advance is a missions ministry with a 16-year track record of giving vital training and resources to pastors and church leaders in some of the world's most destitute nations. You can have a part in touching leaders and changing nations by partnering with Global Advance. Find out more about this cutting-edge missions outreach online at www.globaladvance.org. That's globaladvance.org. Because you can make a world of difference. Getting back to the heart of the matter on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Glad you're listening because I have a memory for you. Bunny Bramlett, most notably a singer with a whole lot of soul, having covered a variety of musical styles in her career, including jazz, blues, folk, southern rock, and even contemporary Christian music. In 1981, she recorded an album that found her wanting to express and share her Christian faith. Acceptance was hard to come by, however. The album perhaps was too rocky for most Christians, especially those anticipating a gospel album, and too religious for most of her loyal fans. But the voice, as always with Bonnie, real and raw. And you just can't help but be moved to at least tap your toes. One notable artist from the CCM world that played on the album was Joe English on drums. So, with the title track from her Refuge Records release, here's step by step, the legendary Bonnie Bramlett.
That's Bonnie Bramlett. This is Full Circle. And we're looking back to how Father has taken us step by step to where he's wanted us to go all along, closer to him. You know, some people get confused at what God wants from us. They think you have to become perfect overnight or that he expects you to keep a lot of impossible rules. No one can do that. So he made it simple, step by step. Do you remember the joke about how do you eat an elephant? The answer, one bite at a time. So Jesus said, I'll just give you two guidelines for following me. First, love the Lord your God with all your heart and your soul and your mind. And second, love your neighbor as yourself. That's all he requires. How do you do that? Step by step. Does anyone remember the hit song, Moonlight at the Oasis by Marie Moldaire? Well, although not a similar commercial success, Marie Moldaire's first foray into Christian music was her 1980 Gospel Nights album. And it did gain the attention of Murr Records who released her one and only Christian pop album in 1982. Produced by none other than the aforementioned T-Bone Burnett, who was gaining at the time a reputation of being one of the best producers in LA. T-Bone assembled a team of musicians who would later on become the Christian jazz group Koinonia. They included Abraham Laboreal, Alex Acuna, Hadley Hawkinsmith, Bill Maxwell, and Harlan Rogers. The next song was also written by T-Bone Burnett and compliments Maria's vocal talents from the album There Is A Love. Here's Keeping My Eyes On You.
Keeping My Eyes on You, Maria Mulder, on Full Circle. My old friend Rob Fraser will be my guest when I return, so stay with me. This is Full Circle. You can help Christian business persons in needy nations share the gospel and transform their countries. Global Advance hosts marketplace mission seminars in developing nations to equip Christians in the marketplace in their witness for Christ. Recently, a Global Advance team conducted marketplace mission seminars for Christian business persons in Hyderabad and Vizak, India. These seminars were enthusiastically received by hundreds of grateful Indian Christians who noted that this was the first time Christians in business had convened together for training in years. Global Advance is helping Christian business persons in India shine the light of Jesus Christ in the marketplace. You can have a part in touching leaders and changing nations by partnering with Global Advance. Find out more about this cutting-edge missions outreach online at globaladvance.org because you can make a world of difference. Hi, this is Rob Frazier, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant, back to where it all began. We're back, and I'm glad, pun intended, to share with you a classic from one of the pioneers of the contemporary Christian music scene. Here's Maker of My Heart, from the group called GLAD. You're the maker of my heart Cause you formed the hearts of all And long before I knew it You were waiting for my call You're the author of my life And you know my every part It's so good to know The maker of my heart When I was just a to know you from the moment I was born Before my mouth had opened you knew everything I'd say So search my heart and lead me in your ever truthful way You're the maker of my heart Cause you formed the hearts of all And long before I knew it you were so good to know the maker of my heart. You held me in completely with your strong and loving hand. In time you will accomplish everything your heart has planned. Men may speak against you and deny that you Maker of my heart, cause you formed the hearts of all. And long before I knew it, you were waiting for my call. You're the author of my life, and you know my every part. It's so good to know the Maker of my heart. You're the 
Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Glad got together on the campus of Westchester State University near Philadelphia in the early 70s. And early on, their predilection towards complex but elegant vocals with classical and jazz overtones set them apart from other pioneers of contemporary Christian music. This next lady made quite a name for herself in the CCM industry in the late 80s with two pop rock albums produced by Wayne Kirkpatrick. Talk about life and Braveheart. In 1991, shortly after the release of Braveheart, she opened for Amy Grant's Heart in Motion tour, along with Wes King. And besides her career as a solo artist, she also sang background vocals on projects like Rich Mullins' Winds of Heaven, Stuff of Earth, and many others. Here's Kim Hill. Now don't leave, because coming up, some special memories from my friend, Rob Frazier. Closer to me by knowing I am moving. 
closer to you I want to know you're moving closer to me By knowing I'm moving closer to you And faithful on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Now, don't confuse my next guest with Robert Alexander Frazier, who is an impressionist painter on Nantucket Island, as well as an American writer of speculative poetry and fiction. And don't confuse him with Robert Frazier, the former middleweight boxing contender. Let me introduce to you Rob Frazier, singer, songwriter, recording artist, worship leader, pastor, speaker. How does all of that fit together in one life? But let's let Rob tell us how it all started. Well, I first got interested in what became contemporary Christian music when I was in high school and and then in college. I went to high school right outside of Philadelphia, PA, and just the beginning of Christian music was happening. Then a guy named Larry Norman came out, and I remember that first album with him with him flying through the air with his underarm hair showing thought that was so cool a Christian artist would be that rad I think it was called Upon This Rock and I'd never heard any music that professionally well produced and just powerful lyrically and musically so that kind of hooked me that had to be around 1970 I was in high school then then I went to college outside of New York City at a Christian college called King's College and there I met up with some folks who were connected with what had to be nothing other than a Christian commune on the Jersey Shore called Oceanfront House and so I spent my summers down there with a bunch of real Jesus freaks. I mean, this was in the early to mid-70s. I mean, just long-haired guys living on a beach, some of them in college, some out of college. And there was a house for us guys, a house for the girls, and very well-managed for a bunch of you know young kind of freaks who loved the Lord. We had a, a leader, and he was of the ancient age of 25. You know, he was 25 and our leader, so that seemed so old back then. I was 18, 19, 20. And we'd put on Christian concerts on the beach and bring in some of these same people, uh, Larry Norman and a band called Morning Glory, which I don't know if anybody remember, but Phil Madeira, the well-known keyboard player now around Nashville, was in that group. And they came in, Randy Stonehill, Randy Matthews, some of these early guys. And we'd bring them in, and, and uh, we had these concerts, and we wouldn't call it anything cool or clever. It was just called Concert for Jesus Christ. How about that? 
and guys got up with uh, acoustic guitars and sang their songs, and we'd draw three, four, five thousand people, and people would get saved, and it was just an amazing kind of thing it was happening. There was a Jesus movement on the East Coast. It was happening in New Jersey and in Florida. And I was a, just a kid, 18, 19 years old, a very enthusiastic follower of, of Christian music. But at one of those concerts, I got a chance to get up and sing some of my songs. And I'll have to be honest that the thrill of singing some of my songs and seeing three or 4,000 people respond, certainly it wasn't just a spiritual experience. It was a very exciting human experience as well. But I, I really did feel like from that time on, somehow Christian music would be part of my life to come. I think it was a sense of community that brought people together. I think people... Now, I'm, I was sort of on the younger side of the Jesus movement. Uh, these, the, the guys who were the real freaks, you know, the real children of the Summer of Love, 67, they were my, our older brothers and sisters. I mean, I graduated from high school in 1971. I was a little on the young side there, but our a lot of the ones who came before us had already burned out on the failed promise of free love and drugs and just the, what the whole the counterculture seemed to promise. I mean, this was by the early to mid 70s, and people were already burned out on that. Many, many were turning to Jesus, and I, I know it's easy to idealize things as you look back over the years, but I really believe that part of the movement that, that I was involved in was awfully pure. There really wasn't a lot of weird stuff going on. There wasn't any cult activity. Um, people were keeping their sexual desires at bay and, and you know, making it appropriate. A lot of us got married young um, back then, and it was a beautiful thing. Uh, a lot of things, people, things were really done right a lot, at least in my experience, were really done right during that time. And uh, even though we were not connected with churches and we were held in great suspicion by the churches in the area, um, I think we really were a church. We were bunch of long-haired hippie kids who had uh, church on the beach but it was real church and some of the older Christians at the time were unafraid enough to come and associate with us and help some of our leaders stay biblically based a lot of us came from Christian homes a lot didn't and so there was an interesting balance there but I look back on some of those days as some of the purest happiest most fulfilling days of my life well, the 1980s was a very interesting time for the church in America. It was the time of the rise of what came to be known as the Christian right, the moral majority, when the church found its voice as a political power. And that, of course, has good and bad things associated with it. But along with that, we seem to discover a new, a new, the newfound power of prayer, or the old power of prayer, and applying it to social situations. Um, that was in my mind as I went home to a, uh, a high school reunion and saw how much it changed in the intervening years of my family and my town, with some of my, my friends that I knew, and I, I felt like, at least in my part of the world, we were on the defensive, and why was that? I mean, things were changing in a negative sense. It seemed like where I was growing up, where I had grown up, churches were closing. It just seemed to have a visceral impact on me, and it got me thinking. I mean, what have we done? Have we quit praying? Have we stopped caring, really, was another question. And out of that experience came this uh, thought, doesn't anybody pray around here anymore? I mean, don't I pray? Don't I care anymore? Have I, have I just retreated into my own little Christian world, or do I care what happens to my friends, to my community? And that, that was what sort of inspired the song, which became, doesn't anybody pray in this town anymore? And it seemed to speak for a time in my life and also the life of the church. I think the answer has been, yes, people do pray, people do care, people are calling out to the Lord like never before. We have yet to see what will be, but...
prayer does change amazing amounts of things because God's in the business of changing lives. This old town may not look like much to you But it's where I live, it's all I got Lately change been coming, but what's it coming to? Where there used to be a church, now it's a parking lot We got our houses and our swimming pools Everybody's lives are so discreet But keeping up appearances is our only rule And we've lost the power we once found on our knees But doesn't anybody pray in this town anymore? Doesn't anybody
will change lives, even in your town. Rob Frazier. Now, one of the real classics from Rob is this next song, and I'll let him introduce it. Well, He Is All You Need is a very simple thought. Um, my co-writer came up with a very poignant opening few chords, and it just drew out of me something simple. Um, I just felt like, gosh, this is a very appealing and heart-touching melody. What is worthy of such a beautiful melody? And I just felt like it had to be something simple about the all-sufficiency of Jesus Christ as our Savior. And how when all is said and done, a relationship with Jesus is all we really need because that reality of God working in our lives because our sins have been forgiven, the Holy Spirit living in us because our sins have been forgiven and we are beloved of God, that just changes everything. It changes all of our other relationships. So it is as simple as that. No, we certainly need other things in our lives. We need air to breathe. We need food to eat. We need people to love us. But it all flows from the fact that that a relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ, opens the doors to all the other good things in life and brings meaning to them because He redeems everything. Even the bad stuff we've been through, even the mistakes we've made are all redeemed through the fact that Jesus is enough. He's enough for everything. He's enough for He is all we need. When you're alone Your heart is torn He is all you When you're confused, your soul is bruised, He is all you need. He's the rock of your soul, He's the anchor that holds through your desperate times. When the way is unsure, his love will endure and peace you will find Through all your years, the joy, the tears, He is all you need When you give in some familiar sin He is all you need Guilt has you paralyzed It slowly eats you alive He is all you need He'll be faithful to you Though your heart is your love's grown cold His forgiveness is real It can comfort and heal Your sin-weary soul God loves you so He'll never let you go He is all 
Frazier, and he's still all you need. Rob's the resident Jesus Music Oldies guy at Belmont Church in Nashville, Tennessee, where he serves on their pastoral staff as an associate pastor for Community Life. You won't meet a nicer guy there. We'll have Rob stop by again someday soon. Now, if you enjoyed the program, let your friends know about it. The reason for Full Circle is to take some time and look back to some of the early inspiration for today's contemporary Christian music. You can write me at Post Office Box 17967, Nashville, Tennessee, 37217. That's Post Office Box 17967, Nashville, Tennessee, 37217. Or visit me on the web at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic, don't leave out the Jesus, fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Well, I have time for one more memory. In the early 80s, two young songwriters met and started writing songs together with the idea that two heads are better than one. They went on to record numerous albums, win many awards, but Stephen Curtis Chapman and Jeff Moore's greatest achievement is their lasting friendship. Over the past 20 years, these two have penned some memorable songs together, each on their own respective albums. Songs like The Great Adventure, Go There With You, A Friend Like You, and this little tune from Jeff Moore. Here's Listen to Our Hearts. Tell you of our love. 
Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circle is recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum. Engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a global advance and a JSR production. This is Full Circle.